If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. All right, you guys, welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minchus, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. So let's get started. I have the very cool, amazing Tina Pettis with me today. And before I tell you more about her, I just want to say hi, Tina. Welcome to the show. Hello. I'm super pumped to be here. This show is all because of you, Tina. We're going to talk about some of that today. But Tina has become one of my business besties. That's what we call each other because in our (laughs) world, we haven't figured out how to hang out outside of that. And that's cool because we love doing business together. Tina is a social media expert and accomplished speaker plus trainer on all things social, social media that is. She founded Tenacious, a social media management and design firm in the Twin Cities area. She's known for building connections both online and off and is a strong advocate of customer-focused loyalty and relationship-based sales. Tina believes in creating a strong brand presence for your business. And I can tell you, Tina, you are one of the most amazing connectors I've ever met. And I know you hear that all the time. And I know that's the reason you're doing the before conference, which you're going to tell us about at the end. But I just want to say before we get started, like literally, this is my first podcast recording that I've ever done in my entire life, my entire career. And it's because of you. It's because when I went to the before conference, you said, Ursula, you have to meet Jessica, and you need to launch a podcast. I was like, what? Okay. (laughs) And so that's what we're doing. Anyways, so I love it. And I love when people listen to things I tell them to do. I'm very coachable. (laughs) So let's dive in. We have a lot of questions I want to ask you because this podcast is really about helping entrepreneurs and salespeople, you know, double and triple their sales in a short amount of time. And so we want to hear your secrets. How'd you do it? How'd you make that happen? And also then at the very end, we're going to have you share some of your business secrets that will help the entrepreneurs and sales professionals grow their businesses as well. So let's do this. You know, I'm curious, first and foremost, when you launched your first business, you're gonna have to go back because you've launched a lot of businesses. Now you're doing crazy things, amazing things. But what limiting beliefs did you have about sales and selling? You know, this is super interesting. When you asked me this question before, I'm like, I got to dig like I got to dig deep because I've had different limiting beliefs from launch in the middle, like now still every once in a while, you know, they show up. And the very first one was that I was going to actually partner in business with someone else that already had kind of a digital marketing thing going on. I don't, I can't say that 
no one really knew what it was, but he was kind of doing it. And right. so I said, well, you know, I'm just going to partner with him. And when my dad asked me, actually, he's like, why? Like, it just wasn't anything that like he could see me doing. Why would you partner with someone? And I said, well, you know what? He already has a website. He already has a logo. You know, he's kind of got this brand started. He has his own social media sites already. And he's like, well, isn't that what you're going to do for your business anyways? Like, why wouldn't you just do it yourself? And so I was like, you're right. Like, yeah, why wouldn't I do it myself? And now I can't even imagine if I would have had a partner, a male no less, because all the people I work with are women now. So it'd be so crazy. Right. And so different. My life would be completely different. But that was a limiting belief because I felt like, oh, well, those things are expensive. And so I can't afford it to start my business. And so I'm going to do something that I wouldn't normally think or do just because it would be less expensive. And so that was absolutely a limiting belief. So then you can guess how I priced myself when I first started out. It was ridiculous. I can't believe everyone didn't say yes, because I was basically just asking for pennies. (laughs) I'm sure no one can relate. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's really kind of where it all started with the limiting beliefs. And so here I am out trying to sell these things. And oh, it's so funny. I just pulled up this sheet the other day. I had my offers printed out on a cardstock piece of paper. And I think it even has like a texture to it, of course, because that's cool. Right? Yeah. And then my three levels of options that you could work with me were walk, jog, run. And I remember I'm sitting (laughs) at my first meeting. I'm still embarrassed. Like I still kind of get blushed. My first meeting, she goes, I don't understand the running analogy. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, me me either. I have no idea. I don't know what I was thinking. So clearly I was not in my best creative mind when I, when I created that, but you know what they signed. And so I guess I didn't really care what kind of paper it was on or that I had no idea what I was doing. That's super funny. I love hearing those stories because, you know, we all started somewhere and it's easy for people to see you now at this certain level doing all this great stuff. And we forget that, you know, we all started with that first offer on a tiny little piece of paper. I feel like I'm running with you. So I don't know that that's a bad, I kind of want that program. So I think that's cool. So let's go back again. And I know you have multiple businesses and you're probably going to talk about that. But, you know, think back, when did you double your sales for the first time where you had that moment of, oh my gosh, we did it. We doubled. And it could be a time period. It could be a couple of months. It could be a month. It could be, you know, maybe you measured it annually. Like when, if you can think back, was that the first moment you ever doubled your sales? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you and I met in December of 2013 and it was the craziest aha, weird synchronicity. Now I know that's what it all was, but I ended up at a networking event that I had no intention of being at. Someone else must have had that divine intervention there. But I had just let go of an employee who had just signed up for a a fairly expensive networking group. And like, you know, it's not something I'm just going to waste. Like we got a membership, I'm going to go. And it was, you know, December. So of course, every business owner in December is like planning for the next year. And I had a focus and my one focus was going to be sales. I was like, this is the one area that I just don't have a grasp on you know, kind of the what, how, when. I just have to say that's kind of interesting, though. That's interesting, because you'd already grown a successful business. So it's interesting you had that thought, because I think a lot of people run into that. But sorry, keep going. So you're at this networking event. Totally. Yeah. And so yeah, it was decent, right? Like I was okay in sales. I mean, we had I had employees and all of that. But 
it wasn't until I actually put a focus on sales at that time. I mean, if you can put yourself back even in 2013 or when we started in like 2009, people just did not understand social media. And not that people were totally throwing money at me, but in a lot of ways they were like, I don't want to touch this. I don't want to learn it. Please just do it for me. And so it was a bit easier, I would say, in growing. And our prices were so ridiculous, like I said, that (laughs) everyone should have been paying us to do this. But yeah, so I'm sitting in this networking event and I always sit in the front. I can't focus if I'm anywhere else in the room and I just get so much more out of it. (laughs) And so I'm sitting up in the front and I I don't know how, I don't know a lot of people there. So I had no idea that I was sitting at your table, Ursula, that you were the speaker or that you weren't from Minnesota or anything. And then I start talking. I look Minnesotan. Yeah, totally, totally. And so then... I start talking and I, you know, I say a few things. I remember saying I really wanted to do some speaking engagements. And of course you connected me with some, but it was at that moment that I realized, oh my gosh, Ursula is the salesperson and I need to focus on sales in this next year. So, you know, to kind of long story short, I, you know, decided to go to your sales camp. I decided to, you know, sign up with you and do your synchronized program. At the time I did the year long thing. And then it was about seven months I wrote the number down, you know, when we first met, like how much money was I making and and our average and I'm totally way too probably transparent about my numbers. But, you know, we'd have months that were like in the teens and then we go up in the, you know, 27,000, I think was what I wrote down on that sheet. So, I mean, to double your sales when you're at 27,000, I mean, I think it's cool when people are like, oh yeah, I doubled my sales. And I'm like, well, were you making $54 or were you making 54,000? You know, like I want to hear the numbers. I mean, obviously there's different times that I, <laughs> sure. you know, and so doubling 27,000 is a big feat. So we were at about, I think about seven months is when we were like 52 something, something, right. Or whatever, you know? So I was like, okay. We're there. And then I calculated our numbers again. And you and I thought I hadn't quite doubled. And I'm like, oh, no, we did. We actually did double. (laughs) So that was super fun to look back and see. And then I had another bit of an aha when I didn't even realize that it was happening. But we ended up, you know, doubling again in this last year. And that was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even see it coming. It was just crazy. So we can go into that story later. But it was just super fun. Yeah, so you did it. And there was that defining moment. And I think that's what's so important. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this, this show is because I want people to, you know, realize that if you're not calculating, if you're not counting your numbers, if you don't have the goal, it can never happen. It's just like if you want a million dollar business, but you've never built million dollar projections, it's not just going to show up. So this is just a great example of not only did you do it, but you kind of blew past it and you didn't even realize it, which I think happens when people have really, really clear goals. So after you doubled your sales, what did you believe about sales and selling then? Like what belief did you shift to? Well, you know, I would often say things like, I can't imagine if we sold this much in one month, or I can't imagine being a million dollar company, or I can't imagine buying something like that or living here doing that. And I just had to take that whole sentence, like out of my vocabulary, because it was like, well, no, I am here. Like, I did do those things. And so 
I can't imagine has been just one of those things that I just had to take out of my vocab to really move myself forward. And so you know that I'm in several different businesses now and I hear success of, you know, other businesses in the same categories and I'll be like, oh, I can't. And I'm like, oh, I can imagine. I can actually imagine that. I'm going to actually vision, you know, do a vision board based on imagining that exact same thing happening for me. And so rather than pulling it into a comparison trap, you know, with other business yes. owners and such, I then can say, no, I actually can see myself in that space. Yeah, it's that opportunity to shift and then see a new vision. Because once, so can you define the belief? Like, are there words that you used or words that you think now? Sometimes it could be an affirmation, but it's actually a new belief. So it's where you moved from being in a certain comfort zone to, as I'm talking about in my new book, The Belief Zone, moving into a new belief zone where in this new belief, it's like you just have this knowing that because what I'm hearing is sort of like nothing's impossible. Like if you see a new way to do business or something to change, or if you see something, you just, you just do it. There's a knowing. So can you put some words to that? Or how do you think about that for yourself, Tina? Well, I think for me, like I've always been in that space where I kind of believe that I can do anything that I put my mind to, right? Like I've always been that person that are people are like, Tina, for real? Like, why are you buying this new business? Or why are you now in this direct sales company? Or why are you creating a product? And like all of this stuff, like, all of that, you know, like, I think that that is, I don't know, like, it's just crazy. Like, I've always kind of thought I can do this, I can do this. But in the back of my mind, but I had all these naysayers that I thought, oh, my gosh, they're going to be thinking I can't do this. And once I moved that kind of out of there, that like, it does not really matter what other people are thinking, it's about me. And my mindset, that was a huge change. And then I guess not really an affirmation that I would say, but I write down my goals every single month and I actually review what happened the month previous because I know that sometimes that's going to change. Like my goal might actually get a bit bigger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the number one limiting belief you changed in your past? Like I know we're kind of going back there again, but what's that number one limiting belief do you think that if you were going to share with the audience, like they might be stuck on right now, they might be listening. They might feel like, you know, I'm where Tina was, you know, before she doubled her sales or they can really relate to that. But if you could put words to that, what was that number one limiting belief? Yeah, for me, I really thought a lot of times when I was going to be calling people that they didn't want to hear from me. Yeah. Or when I was connecting with people or I was networking or whatever. And it's actually like, it kind of blows my mind that I would ever think that. And I have to remind myself on a regular basis still that people truly do want to hear from me. I mean, when I get someone on the phone and they pick up, oh, Tina, oh my goodness, I haven't heard from you for a while. Like, I'm so glad you called. And when I truly know that I have something that can help them in their business or their life or whatever it is that I'm calling them about there's no weirdness. Like it's not there. And it was just me that thought that it wasn't the people I was calling. And so that was a huge shift for me that I thought it was going to be difficult, or I was going to be annoying, or I was bugging people. And shifting that for me was a huge, huge step for me. And then also be able to coach the people around me that are doing sales. Right. I want to spend a second on that because I have a feeling that that's going to resonate with probably 95% of the people who listen to this. And because we all fear rejection, there's that ego part of us that we don't want to hear no. I mean, I don't think it matters 
if it's something you've dealt with in the past, I don't think it matters how large your business becomes, what happens. In fact, sometimes, you know, as your business grows, you might feel like there's more at stake when you walk into a meeting. Like Tina, I know we've talked about, you know, how many employees you have and just the responsibility of payroll and, you know, all the things that ride on your shoulder. So even now when you walk into a meeting or do you still manage this limiting belief or this old fear? Or do you feel like you've gotten it to a point where even if it's a big deal, like you feel like, oh my gosh, this could set up our entire year, this client, you know, whatever. How do you manage that limiting belief? Or do you feel like it's gone? No, there's lots of times where I still feel like I need to manage that. Because if I have to call someone that just setting up kind of a scenario, I show up in a networking event, someone says, Oh, my goodness, Tina, we need to connect. I really want to use your services. Awesome. And that happens quite frequently. Then I call them and they don't reply. I text them and they don't respond. I email them and they don't respond. And I have to remind myself that I'm that exact same person Mm -hmm. as them. We're busy. We have full plates. Our emails get bogged down or whatever. And, And so I just have to keep reminding myself as I do that fourth or fifth connect with them that they once said, I want to work with you, Tina. You know, and so... Even when I pick up the phone on a regular basis, someone doesn't call back. That is something that I have to reset. And, you know, so that's one piece. And, you know, not everyone is people running up and saying, no, Tina, I need to work with you, right? Like sometimes you're calling people that you maybe totally pitching on a whole new idea. And I just did that two weeks ago. A client that is, you know, they I know they've used different people for their services and they're kind of, you know, they have some internal people. And finally, I just called them up and I was like, hey, we need to be doing your Instagram at least. At the very least, we need to run your Instagram. I know we could crush it. Here's five ways. And he's like, well, okay. And that is like, when I was going into that meeting, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're this big family-owned company for years and years and years. They have their people. I mean, so it sounds really positive when I just told you it, my picking up the phone and finally doing it. I've known him for like three years. I could have had that conversation three years ago. So it's still there. It's just, you know, it's, morphs a little bit. Yeah. And you know how to manage it now, which is, I think, one of the most important things. So I guess the next thing I want to talk to you about is your top two strategies that you used to double your sales in the past and how you did it. What did you do that? And I know you have a million strategies. I think one of them, of course, we just talked about is following up and getting to that next level. But what are two that you can look back and say, you know, those two things really, really helped me double my sales. And this is how I worked with my team. Yeah. So one of the big things, and I know many of the listeners know that I've got this right-hand woman, but some of you may not. And her name is Angie and she's phenomenal. I don't like, it's just crazy to think where we've been able to go because of her and I being able to kind of, we say co-run Tenacious together. And we oftentimes will look at our numbers and, you know, I mean, actually every single week, we look at our numbers, we see where we're at. And then we look in the past, like, where were we here? When did we feel really good? Or, you know, if our sales were really low, like this last September, we had a slow month, like we were like, what happened? And we figured it out, like we knew exactly why it all happened. But when we look back at those times, we're like, okay, so in October, we just look back and said, okay, when were we really rocking it? And so really my number one thing is, is having an accountability person. It might not be someone like that's within your company. It could be, you know, a networking, a biz bestie or whatever, like, you know, it could be all of those things. And so it doesn't have to be someone that works with you and having them be your accountability because the minute that Angie and I aren't talking on a regular basis, we feel it. We're like kind of out there, you know, swimming separately when really we need to be going together. 
and then I have a couple other people that we will challenge each other to, you know, if it's sales calls or whatever it is that we need to hold each other accountable to, we do that. I have just asked a new person this last week to say, okay, for the next three weeks, we're going to send each other, you know, how many people we're calling. At the end of the day, we're going to say how many appointments we booked and let's just see how it goes. And so, yeah, that accountability piece has to be a big, big part for me. And then the second part is tracking it. And not just tracking who I'm calling, which I am doing, but tracking the actual money that's coming in. And that was a big part because it's motivating. It's worth doing. It's worth tracking. And so every single day we write down our numbers and kind of financials hit the bank account. And both of those for our sales are just, you know, accountability and motivation to keep going. So I love the idea of an accountability partner. You have to have one. And or multiple, depending on what you're working on, but just, you know, someone to help hold you to that next level and someone to really stretch you. And I think the mistake that I see people making with accountability partners is they don't find people that will stretch them. They find their comfort zone and you're only going to go as far as your comfort zone, right? So it's good to find those people who maybe are a little bit ahead of you in business if you can find them and or you just know that they're crushing it right now and they're doing everything they can. So you're going to crush it too. (laughs) We had an event last week. We had the Quantum Sales Summit and I had some of my friends in town and they were chatting with my husband and I don't even know what I was doing, but I think I was running to get something. And they looked at my husband and they said, does she always move that fast? And he said, yeah, pretty much. That's just how she goes. And so for me, it's like when I find those accountability partners and I have them as well, you got to have those people who will run with you. See, Tina, you could still have that package. I want to run with you. Okay. Let's talk about tracking. So what works for you and your team in the tracking space? Like, tell me more. So we tried a bunch of different options like we have Infusionsoft I mean great like you know place to put people and then never look at them (laughs) no I'm kidding I love Infusionsoft but that's (laughs) happening you know like we would run reports and we do all this kind of stuff and we're like it doesn't really need to be that fancy and when when we met you and you started talking to us about your work in progress sheet like I talk about it all the time like it's Infusionsoft because it really did change how we did life. And so we transformed that work in progress sheet over to a Google Doc so that Angie and I could both access it. So I can look and see, hey, who is Angie called, you know, this week or, you know, today, and she can do the same. And so that's some extreme accountability there. And we track on that sheet is what is the potential that's going to come in today, you know, next month and the month after that. And then we set a goal on what we want our, or I guess a milestone, not necessarily a goal, but a milestone on what we want to have in there as potential at all times. And so if we close a deal, we're looking for more potential. If we're needing to call people, you know, to hit our sales goals and things, that's what we're doing. So that's one thing we track. And then I have a separate spreadsheet that I track. I mean, I have a bookkeeper and all that fun stuff, but I also want to just see my numbers on a daily basis. And so every single time I get that little email from Infusionsoft that tells me the money that, you know, is going to hit my bank account that night or the next day, I track that. And I just so I know where everything's at, nothing gets missed. And we have a lot of reoccurring billing. And so I just kind of keep up on that. Knowing my numbers has been a part that if I've ever let it go, and that was one of the things we found out in September, I kind of I didn't even track it in September. Oh, then it wasn't really worth, you know, selling if I wasn't tracking the sales. Mm -hmm. And so those are the two main things. I just don't go a day without doing those two pieces. Thank you for sharing that. Because I think that's going to be a recurring theme. And what really helped people double their sales. And I love that you talked about the work in progress report, because that really is one of those tools that 
helps you pay attention, helps you stay on track, helps you calculate what's in your pipeline. And we forget that 25% of our pipeline will typically close on a monthly basis. As your sales skills go up, it, you know, that increases as well. So I had a client recently, you know, she wanted to hit her first $10,000 a month. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are. And we talked about tracking. She tracked, she did it. You know, she wasn't that far away, but she couldn't figure out why she wasn't hitting. I said, you're not tracking it. If you're not tracking it, you can't grow it. So awesome. We only have a few minutes left. Yeah. One oh, thing yeah, go about tracking though is it's really interesting. All of a sudden you go back to the tracking tool and you'd be like, are you kidding me? I haven't talked to this person since November. You know, it's been three oh, months yeah. or whatever. And if you didn't have it written down, it would feel like it was just yesterday that you talked to them. And it's a good reality check for me. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of those tips and what you did. I know this is going to be super valuable for all of our listeners. And one of the things I want to hear from you is more about your expertise. Part of this, you know, the Double Your Sales show is to also help people grow in other areas. And you're an expert in social media. So, Tina, would you share your top three social media or, you know, whatever tips that you'd like to share with us today? We'd love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the first things is, the community that you're building around you. I mean, I know for anyone that's listening to you right now, they feel as if they are a part of your community and it's because of the certain things that you've done. And so a couple of those things are the content that you produce on a regular basis, whether it's what you're teaching, what you're writing, now what you're saying here on this podcast, all of those kind of things. And so people want to hear from you exactly how you would talk. And I often say when I speak, I'm like, hey, don't get my weekly blog because if you're annoyed with me right now, you're going to be really annoyed with me when you have to read what I'm saying too. (laughs) And so it is, I am who I am everywhere, whether I'm working out, I'm at home, I'm at the office and I'm networking. I'm the same person. I might be a tired Tina at times, but I'm still the same person. I still show up, you know, a lot, a lot the same way. And so that's one big piece. Your community wants that, your content, you to be you everywhere. And oftentimes I see people, you know, creating new social media channels because they've got a personal one on a business Instagram or something. And I'm like, no, wait, like people really truly do want to see the business and the personal mixed in. And so that's one big piece with content. Just be you everywhere, everywhere you're at, online and off. And then your community, knowing who those people are is so important. And like, I want to change my business to create your ideal client and that's it. Like that's like all, because I feel like that's so Mm -hmm. the most important piece of anything that you do, whether it's sales or or marketing or whatever networking is if you're in the wrong places, you're networking or marketing to the wrong people, your business is going to fall flat and it just cannot be sustainable. And so the, who is your perfect client and detailing that out, gosh, we make people answer tens, 20, 30 questions about who their ideal client is. And one of the questions that we ask that I think really gets people thinking is what keeps your ideal client up at night when it pertains to your business. And that is something that if really you don't solve that problem, that they're not your ideal client. And so really, really digging in. And so we make people name their ideal clients and everything. So understanding who that community is that you're talking to is very, very important. And then 
really. So your content, your community, and then the last piece is that you're consistent with it. I'm Mm -hmm. obsessed with a new coach that I've been working with, Mark LeBlanc. And he says, you know, what you do every day is more important than what you do once in a while. And I actually think it's someone else's quote, but he told me it. So I'm going to go with that. (laughs) And, um, And so I love, love, love that quote because it does keep me really consistent with what I'm doing. And so that's marketing, that's picking up the phone, that's hanging out with your kids, that's telling your hubby that you love them, you know, like, it's all of those things. And I think that, you know, applies to the marketing aspect, but everything else. So community content and consistency are where I kind of hang my hat. Community content and consistency. Hopefully everybody got that wrote those notes down. I love Mark LeBlanc, by the way. It was so funny. Tina and I actually bumped into each other at an event to hear Mark speak. And Tina was sure that I wasn't going to be there. And I was sure that she wasn't going to be there. So that was kind of a a divine meeting. It was fun to see you. But I definitely want to have Mark on the show. So thank you for helping him show up in my life too. Which brings us to the close here. I want to hear a couple things from you. Number one, I want to hear about something cool and free that you have for our community, which you're part of. You're part of this community. And then... I think you're going to tell us about the before conference and other ways that our listeners can join and become part of your community and get connected with you and your your amazing tribe. Yeah, I love it. So one of my favorite places to hang out online is Instagram. You can find me anywhere with Tina Pettis and my name is spelled a little different, T-E-N-A. So just about anywhere I got that, I got that handle unlocked. So Tina Pettis. And then we have this conference and you alluded to it in the beginning of the show, Ursula, just I love connecting, but I love seeing small business owners truly thrive and grow. And what I was finding is oftentimes people would show up at our events, you know, free events or, you know, some of our smaller, you know, fee events. And that's about it. Like that's where they were stuck and they just weren't growing and they wanted to. Now, some people just want a hobby business and that's totally fine. But most of the people I hang with want to truly, really grow a big business. And what I was seeing is they wanted to market. They wanted to hire us. They, you know, had on their goal sheet that Tenacious was going to be, you know, a vendor they had in their back pocket. But then I looked deeper into their business and saw that there were a lot of gaps in the foundation of their business. And it's because, I mean, it's talked about all the time, like you should, 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 should market, right? Like you get all these shoulds all the time. And it doesn't help anyone if you're marketing and you don't have some of these foundational pieces in your business. And so I had invested you know, a lot of time and money working with different people. And I wanted to introduce them to my community, my tribe, my clique. And I knew that it was the time in my business. It was just right that if I put on a conference, people would attend and speakers would show up. And so I did. And it was freaking fabulous. I can't even stand how awesome it, I loved every minute of it. I felt like a bride at my wedding and everyone else, you know, <laughs> it was amazing. they were more than just, you know, the attendees at the wedding. They got to, you know, really be involved as well. But we had our first before conference last year. And really the premise of it is, you know, everyone has a next before and there's always going to be an after. And so if you think you've arrived you're going to turn the corner and you've got another staircase to climb and another another one after that and another one after that. And so it's not to say that that's like in a depressing way. That's like, awesome, we get to keep growing. And this conference is all about that. So it's the before conference. It's in 
the end of April. Mark LeBlanc is speaking. Ursula is speaking. We have so many awesome speakers. I can't hardly stand it. So I'm really, really excited about it again. And another thing that we did with this conference is I've been to a ton of conferences. I know many of you have that are listening. And there were a few things that just kind of bugged me. And one of the things is oftentimes when you go to a small business conference, it's like, okay, how can we get all these great speakers in the room? And they all speak on their own topics. And then everyone leaves completely overwhelmed. (laughs) And so I wanted to have a flow. I wanted to have truly the foundational pieces and then find the speakers to fit that versus the other way is, you know, really truly saying, here's where the struggles are. Now we can put speakers in those spots. And so that was really fun for me. And the other thing is that we're not having a heavy pitch fest you know, at the conference, not every speaker is going to share with you, you know, something they're selling. It is really, truly workshop style, learn, 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 inspire. And of course, you'll have an opportunity to, you know, work more with Tenacious and some of our other people, you know, that are speaking, but you'll hear about it twice. And that's it. So I really, really am excited about that part. Obviously, we're not leaving out the sales, but we're not making people feel like they've been in a two-day conference and they've just been sold to the whole time. So I'm just excited. I'm really, really excited. It's going to be a fun couple of days. And yeah, people's lives are changing. So it's good. Very cool. So how do they learn more about before conference? I think there's a special discount right now using my name. Tell us more. Yes. So thebeforeconference.com. And you can use promo code Ursula Guest. And you'll be able to get, I believe it's going to get you $50 off. So yes, you can grab that up, thebeforeconference.com. Shoot me a message. We have a couple sponsorship stuff going on that you guys are welcome to jump in. And if you're listening to this podcast a year from now, because I know it's going to be that good, you know, we'll have another before conference. So you can jump on that one too. (laughs) Awesome. And if they also want to get on your list to make sure they don't miss out on anything and maybe they get a free gift for that, where can they go to do that? Yeah, tenaciousedge.com is our website tenaciousedge.com and you can jump on our list right there. Awesome, Tina. Well, I want to thank you for being here today and just for sharing all your expertise as you always do. For those of you who are listening, if you don't have a ticket to the Before Conference yet, definitely get one. It's going to be here in St. Paul, the Twin Cities, and you definitely don't want to miss it. As I mentioned, I wouldn't be launching this podcast if it weren't for attending the Before Conference of Tina saying, you need to meet Jessica, you need to make this happen. So, Tina, thanks again. Cheers to you for inspiring me to do this. You're welcome. I'm so excited that you're doing it. Awesome. And for those of you, if you've not been to our website, you can go to salescoachnow.com. We have a free special gift on there. So just scroll down. It's a $500 value and you're going to get some free sales training. So check that out. Also, our February sales camp is sold out, which is really exciting. So we added a March sales camp, which is almost more than half full already. And we're looking for that one to sell out pretty quickly. Also, if you have interest in that, and you need to connect with us, I'm just gonna encourage you to email me directly. I'd love to set up a time to chat with you about it or connect you with one of our coaches, Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. Let's schedule a time to connect. Thank you everyone for being here with us today for the Double Your Sales Now show. I hope you join us next week for the next show. Thanks everybody, thanks Tina. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.